0: Hey mama, welcome back to the Heroic Mama Revolution podcast. I thought today I'd just come on here and hang out to have a conversation. I haven't recorded in a while or really done anything with the podcast or the business in a few weeks. And a large part of that is the inner fear, inner doubt, and surety and how crippling that can be I want to come on today to talk about my chest not the way that we usually think of women's chests being discussed in public forums in our world but the actual chest my lungs my ribcage because and I do have a reason for wanting to talk about my chest, is my chest is like my barometer. The tighter it gets, the more out of alignment I am with my true soul's purpose. Almost every single day of my life since becoming conscious to this, conscious to myself, bringing awareness to my body and how it feels, My chest is tight, at least a little bit. And over the past 10 years of personal development and therapy and getting sober, I've had moments where I've experienced this lightness and expansion within my chest, where it felt like I could actually breathe fully. And there's this moment of, wow, I didn't know breathing could be like this. And the reason that this comes to my mind today and why I'm sitting here talking with you about it is that my chest has been getting tighter and tighter and tighter until it becomes just unbearable where I can look back on the days when I did drink and realize that it was this feeling, this tightness, this pain in my chest that became unbearable, that my mind became frantic, that I needed to do something, I needed to drink something in order to feel better, in order to be able to survive, because the pain felt so intense that it felt unsurvivable, like I couldn't go on like this. And the truth is is that I couldn't. Something needed to happen and before I would turn to a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. And after alcohol wasn't a part of my life, it was turning to food. It was turning to picking up my phone and scrolling through social or watching YouTube videos, um, numbing, distracting my mind in order to be able to get some space away from this pain that I felt. But here I sit today and I'm feeling still that same pain. But I've created a life where I don't choose those things anymore. The alcohol, the food, the social media distractions. And what I'm left with is, well, what do I do? If something must change, but what? And recognizing the power that the stories we tell ourselves hold. That the core of the pain that I feel in my chest is the story that I tell myself that is I'm worthless. I'm a burden. I'm doing everything wrong. And how when those stories are running through my head and they're the subconscious patterning providing the framework through which all of the life is filtered through, it's like my mind just collects evidence along the way. I'm out working in the garden and all I can think about is I've laid out the beds wrong. They aren't symmetrical. I've done it wrong, of course I've done it wrong. Spiral, shame. Something that normally would bring me such joy once again became a source of pain because of the stories that I was telling myself. Recognizing that this is simply a story, not an absolute truth, is what brought me inside to sit down here to have this conversation with you, that speaking about this out loud, sharing how I feel authentically and vulnerably helps this pain in my chest lessen. There are many times that I haven't gotten on here onto the podcast or put myself out to work as a coach or as a business because I have the story that I need to be there, quote unquote, healed and complete and done with this work before I can be of service here to anyone else. But what I know to be true is that I don't want to feel like I need to hide from the world in order to survive it and that perhaps if I feel this way someone else may too. To know that it's possible to not choose to numb the pain. That it's possible to learn to sit and to hear the story that you're telling yourself. To question What is my mind thinking right now? It's interesting to me that today felt so painful. That things happened and that my thoughts spiraled until this breaking point so quickly. Because just yesterday, I had sat down and chosen several goals to work on for this next month. And I had had a lot of resistance to work through even starting them in the middle of the month. That I was like, well, it's not the beginning of the month. I should wait until the beginning of the month. And all of those, what I now concede to be silly things, but how they seemed so powerful and so true until I challenged them. And one of the goals that I decided to start in the middle of the month, the very next day, was to begin to change my thoughts on complaining and criticizing. I was recognizing that I'd been just complaining about everything, every little thing that happened, and how when I was in that mindset of judgment and complaining and criticizing, it was really impacting my relationships with others and also the enjoyment that I have in my life. And so I had set this goal that when I had a critical or judgmental thought come up, I would take a moment, take a deep breath express love and gratitude and exhaling release and simply allowing that thing, that person, that circumstance to be as it was. To challenge myself, could I accept and love my life, myself and others just as they are? not waiting until things are a certain way or we've accomplished a certain goal or we've done a certain thing but to really and truly embody the love that i say i want in my life i can't remember where i read this i'm sure dr. Shafali Sapari's work comes frontmost to mind But it's this thought that we love others as we love ourselves. And just one day into this new challenge, it's become so clear to me how deeply flawed my thinking is of my own self and that I am more willing to be loving and accepting and generous to others to say, oh, they're a human being having a messy life and oh, aren't they glorious. And yet it's near impossible for me to find that same level of compassion and curiosity for my own soul, for my own self. I don't think that I'm unique as a woman, as an individual in our modern culture, That. This is the default setting. Criticisms, judgment. That there is a quote unquote right way to do things. And perhaps what this, what I hope this podcast will be, this space I'm holding, is the space to begin to question that story. That there is a right way to be. And that there is a possibility for us to write our own stories that are in celebration of our unique self and our wholeness, both the good and the bad. To love first and judge second. I can't help but marvel when I think of what would life be like if my first automatic response to myself would be love. How would my relationships with other people shift? What would the ripple effect of that small yet powerful change be? When we talk about a heroic mama, I think that it's this. That... Changing our brain, the neural patterning that was established in our young childhood, takes an enormous amount of effort and sustained commitment over time in order to achieve. That it truly takes something heroic in us to show up with strength for two, to do that work, to not choose to numb to lean into the pain rather than seek to avoid it. And yet, if we should be so successful, that we would go through the trials of fire, the ripple of our choices would extend throughout the generations. That our children could live in a world where their chest wasn't tight every single day of their lives. Where moments where they felt fully seen and actualized and expansive in their soul weren't just fleeting glimpses, but were a steady constant. That their normal was our magic. As usual, I find myself at the point of the podcast where I'm not quite sure how to end. When you have the vastness of this, where do you begin? And it brings me back to the challenge I set for myself, that perhaps in some small area of your life, you could also begin to challenge yourself. That we take it just one thought at a time. What is the thought, the thinking, the habit that is not serving us? Do you too struggle with self-criticism and judgment and doubt and our intention is not to transform overnight it's simply to transform one thought at a time and each time that we have that thought come up we meet it not with despair that it has come again but gratitude for the opportunity to practice for each time that we practice we rewrite and we re we rewrite our story and we rewire the neural patterning in our brain Every time that we are challenged and that thought arises, we say, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to practice again. Thank you for this opportunity to strengthen my mind. Thank you for this opportunity to expand my mind. And thank you for this opportunity because as I change my mind, so too do I change my children's. Hey mamas, that's all I've got for us today. Thanks so much for hanging out. If you'd like to continue this conversation or just want to pop on over and say hi, I would love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at the heroic mama revolution. Until next time. Always remember, you are magic and you are the hero of your story.